0: If you're a first-time entrepreneur or new to the field of entrepreneurship ecosystem building, this podcast is for you.
1: If you want to learn more about how to make your community a better place and weave together networks of people to do so, we've interviewed a lot of folks from across the country who bring really exciting, hopeful, and inspiring stories. My why has been really interesting and it's evolved. I think that entrepreneurial ecosystem building really has the ability to heal the fabric of America right now in this time and place. It has the ability to bring people together for a shared purpose to create businesses that help improve the place they live. And so that is really strong with my why. I've been a teacher for a really long time, and I've been teaching entrepreneurship at the college level for the better part of a decade now. I worked in Arizona. I started and ran the Innovation Center at Northern Arizona University. And then I worked in West Virginia in Appalachia and saw a lot of stories of hope. And I think one of the things that excited me about this podcast is we can learn so much from others. And then we can get to tell our story too about the unique work and the unique challenges that we have here.
0: So very well said, which is why you were invited to be the co-host of this podcast. It's been great getting to know you over these past couple of years. My why, I guess, is really because I'm from the region. I was born and raised in Danville, Virginia. My family is quite connected now just because they arrived in the early 80s and never left. And so I grew up, in the county, but went to city schools and went away for college. And at that time, it was really thought of as not the goal to return back to Danville. And kind of while I was in high school and college is when the mills left and the tobacco industry changed. And really, a lot of those trends were happening earlier in the 80s. But kind of the headlines of the newspaper as I was considering where to go once I was finishing my master's degree was about not just the loss of that industry but what was the hope for the future and so when i came back to Danville in 2010 the community hospitals in Danville and Martinsville had both been sold to lifepoint creating hospital foundations that in each of those communities created this really unique economic development community focused engine to to drive transformation and so as a young professional coming back into the region I was able to get involved and become just a really interested citizen in what was happening with downtown revitalization. And that has kind of just expanded and deepened as an entrepreneur myself. I've had a small business on Main Street. I've had some real estate investment properties. I think that learning to try things and put yourself out there and learning to realize that you as an individual have exactly what you need to do next... And if you don't have it, you can build that network of people around you. So I think ecosystem building kind of comes naturally to me, but it's been a a whole education, especially in the past few years, as you said, the world has changed. And this is a unique time and place. So if you're interested in driving entrepreneurship forward in your own life, in your community, in your whole region, or in your state, this is a podcast for you. We'll hear from lots of great guests about different things that they have tried, things that have worked well, things that maybe haven't so much. And we'll continue to learn and grow together.
1: Well, I think that a lot of the things you said about ecosystem building ring true, right? It's this term that sounds kind of fancy. So I want to break it down a little bit for this trailer. So in the environmental world and ecology, we look at ecosystems as the set of factors that make up any given place, right? So you know what animals and systems fit into a place that make it work. So The Kauffman Foundation originally did a document that started relating entrepreneurship ecosystems to environmental ecosystems. And so it's provided us a nice metaphor and a way to look at how do you build something that is sustaining and lasts for a long time and retains that vibrancy of what we want to see in our communities. So as ecosystem builders, we're constantly bread bakers, right? So we're looking at what are the right ingredients to put together to make that perfect loaf of bread. So. We're thinking about educational pipelines. You know, how does this look from K through 12? How do we create opportunities for folks to get into the STEM fields to learn these technical skills, to change family narratives? And then how do we connect those folks with resources in the community to actually start those businesses while simultaneously we're thinking about the bigger system statewide and regionwide? to make the people's successes as easy as possible. So we're kind of thinking about how do we set these ingredients in here in this time and place? And how do we find that critical use to really make these things happen? And ultimately, how do we guide the ship forward and see it as something that's shared amongst everyone? Ecosystem
0: building is meant to be a metaphor. It's not to discount at all the biological study of ecosystems. So we have the ecosystem metaphor, and then the metaphor of being a chef and making some sort of master recipe, then you just added the steering the ship. So there's definitely a leadership component and a strategic component and really kind of, a, I think, like a safe guiding, like almost like a responsibility. I think there's a lot to this field as it evolves because of the very systems change nature of it.
1: Yeah, so I think our, our goal in ecosystem building is to make long-lasting sustainable change that helps lift the whole community up, right? So we're we're thinking about how do we create opportunities for everyone? And how do we work with local political leaders? How do we work with K through 12 institutions? How do we work with universities? How do we work with economic development organizations, chambers of commerce, nonprofits? How do we put all those pieces together to help support entrepreneurs?
0: We are definitely learning by doing as we do this work day in and day out. So this podcast is the great way for us to be able to share a little bit of the behind the scenes as we plan and do strategically while we continue to try to to do that work better.
1: Yeah. And I, I think this podcast is really about helping folks to figure out how to fine tune that ship or fine tune that bicycle, right?
0: For us, we have a team of ecosystem builders, but there's many folks around the country who might be a one-person entrepreneur support organization. But I think that's part of our model of regional collaboration is that we don't think that that solo entrepreneur support person is the answer for the entrepreneurs in the community, right? It takes an ecosystem. So that means that to develop the ecosystem, we have this open approach. But within that, you do have to be pretty... I think multi-skilled and flexible and willing to just do what needs to be done whether you're working directly with entrepreneurs or trying to convene people together. So if the rusty bicycle is your skill set, then that means that, you know, things need maintenance. So if you have been in the field of business support for decades, then when's the last time that you learned a few new skills or really assessed yourself? And then if you're newer to the field or mid-career, really thinking about where you want to go and the impact that you want to have, I think some of the folks that we've interviewed are really striving for excellence in what they do. And so I think that's what's been inspiring about listening, being in the interview with them, and then also reflecting on it afterwards.
1: Yeah, and there's there's really these nuggets of knowledge and wisdom in each of the episodes that you can take back to your own ecosystem or your own community and implement almost immediately. And we have, and we've seen some great successes with some of the mindsets that some of our guests have talked about.
0: Absolutely. To learn more about our work in Southern Virginia, check out SovaRise.com. That's S-O-V-A-R-I-S-E.com. You can find everything about podcasts there, as well as all of our events and programs that we offer both online and in person around our part of Virginia.